This is Train by Grace 2 with Catherine Elizabeth, and we are in Luke 3. Jesus is beginning his ministry. We've just briefly gone over John the Baptist, which Luke briefly goes over John the Baptist. And the baptism of Jesus by John. He skips the temptation story until after he does this intro to Jesus. Um, in Luke chapter 3, Luke was a physician. He was not one of the 12 disciples. He was a doctor to the disciples for both Peter and later Paul for the apostles. Um, and as a doctor, he is a bit of a historian, and he chooses this and at this time to introduce Jesus's genealogy. And what is really interesting here is that he goes from the Son of God to the Son of God. So there's a whole lot of names here. And we could get into the whole naming thing, and I may come back and do this chapter later like that. But I think the important part of it is there's names we know here, there's names we don't. But God knows them all. So we're going to invite David and Hattie into this and explore the genealogy of Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. May the Holy Spirit guide us through the reading of God's Word. In Jesus' name. Howdy. Well, hi, David. Hi. Well, hi, Hattie. So, what are we reading about today? Because we talked about John the Baptist and then the baptism of Jesus. Well, we're talking about Jesus today. And Mark really didn't get into the genealogy of Jesus. So when we, when we went into that gospel, we didn't get this part. Luke, interestingly, kind of goes from the Son of God in Jesus to the Son of God the creation created Adam. And this is referred to again later in the New Testament. Uh, the first Adam and the second Adam. Kind of an interesting parallel here. Um, because God created Adam, the man, the first of creation, and he begat Jesus, who was both his son spiritually and physically, which is a miracle in and of itself. But Jesus has been part of God and part of creation throughout from the beginning to the end. So, the Son of God 
was part of the creation of Adam, the first Adam. And he is certainly the redemption of the human race. And it's interesting that even this genealogy brings that out. So that's a really long word, genealogy. You're right, Hattie. It is a really long word. But basically it means generations and the study of generations. Oh, so like my mother and my grandmother and my great-grandmother. Yes, just like that. Wow. So we know Jesus' family all the way back to Genesis? Uh-huh. Um, here in the book of Luke, it kind of makes that clear. So, let's start with chapter 3, verse 23. Jesus, when he began his ministry, was about 30 years of age, being the son as was supposed. Now, remember that Luke has is, is already gone into the fact that Jesus is not Joseph's son but that he was supposed to be. People thought of him as Joseph's son. The son of Heli, the son of Methat, the son of Levi. Wait a second, Levi, Levi's are, Levites are priests. Right, so this is a bit of a mix of the kingly and the priestly line, and whether this is... Joseph's genealogy or Mary's genealogy is kind of an interesting question here. But anyway, the son of Melchi, the son of Yanai, the son of Joseph or Yosef. So you would think this is actually Joseph's line. The son of Mattathias, the son of Amos, the son of Naphic. Nahum, wait a minute, aren't Amos and Nahum Old Testament books? Yes, and whether those are related to this Amos or this Nahum is hard to tell. Um, the son of Esli, the son of Negai, the son of Maath, the son of Mattathias. So you notice that we had a Mathet and, and a Mattathias and then a Mattathias again, the son of Simeon, the son of Yosek, the son of Yoda. Wait a second. Yoda? Well, that's how, this is how it would have been pronounced in Hebrew, was Yoda. Right here, Yoda. Wow. I know. Just when you thought it was a new name, it came out of the, it came out of the Bible. Um, verse 27, the son of Yonan, the son of Risa, the son of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, the son of Neri, the son of Melki. Melki is an interesting name. Comes up a time or two. Um, it basically means my king. Um, so, just so you know. The son of Adi, the son of... Let's see if we can get this page to turn here. The son of Kosam, the son of Elmadam, the son of Ur, the son of Joshua, the son of Eliezer, the son of Jorim, or Yorim, the son of Mathet. There's that name again. 
the son of Levi, the son of Simeon, the son of Judah, the son of Joseph, the son of jo or Yosef, the son of Yonam, the son of Eliakim, the son of Melia, the son of Mena, the son of Mattatha, the son of Nathan, the son of David. Wait, so David had a son named Solomon who became king, but he had other kids, right? And one of them was named Nathan, after the prophet who helped straighten David out. And so this line came from Nathan. Wow. The son of David, the son of Jesse, the son of Obed, the son of Boaz, the son of Salah, the son of Nashon, the son of Amenadab, the son of Admin, the son of Arni, the son of Hezron, the son of Perez, the son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Terah, the son of Nahor, the son of Serug, the son of Ru, the son of Peleg, the son of Eber, the son of Shelah, the son of Canaan, the son of Arphaxad, the son of Shem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, or Yared, the son of Mahalalil, the son of Canaan, the son of Enos, or Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Wow. So Jesus was the son of God. So they're tracing all the way back to Adam, who was created by God. But they're calling him the son of God here, too. Well, in many senses, God gave Adam his life-giving spirit. So in many ways, he was a son of God. But Jesus was different in that he not just had the spirit of God, that Ruach, but he kept it, number one. And number two, he was begotten, not just breathed into and made. So there's a difference there. But yes, there is some, in some real sense, both of them were the Son of God. And like I mentioned in kind of the introduction here that um, there is a section that in the New Testament that compares the first Adam and the second Adam referring to Adam and Jesus and the differences between the two. And when we get to that passage, we may come back here and, and mention this and maybe do the names then because um, obviously those names mean something. And there's some, there's some, there's a lot of history here with these names. We're not going to delve into all of that history because it would take um, all of the Old Testament. But, um, there's, there's definitely, and this isn't, 
you know, this isn't David and Solomon line. This is, this is via David's son, Nathan. So there's obviously some different connections here than might have happened and did happen were, were chronicled much more specifically in first in second kings and first and second chronicles but it's interesting that all those names repeat like joseph comes up several times that name mathit or mattathias it comes up several times and um It's just really interesting that some of those were mentioned. And then you've got Levi and Yoda in there. Yeah, I was going to say there's some interesting names. Um, and Melky has repeated a few times. So, yeah, it becomes, it becomes a repetition. And part of the repetition is that they're kind of telling their story Again and again and again. Um, like there's Simeon, who was the son of Judah, the son of Yosef, the son of Yonan, the son of Eliakim. And later, there's another Simeon, who's spelled a little differently. It's essentially the same name, but it's spelled a little differently. Um, so there's there's those differences as well. Um, but the point is that he comes from the line of Judah, which was a requirement of the Messiah. He comes from the line of David, also a requirement of the Messiah. He comes from the line of Levi, so he can be a king and a priest, because there's a Levi thrown in there somewhere. Um, he has... Interesting background um, in here, and it does not mention, which Matthew does, but here is not mentioned any of the women. So this is probably the categorical father-to-son genealogy. Um, and to mention that the first few chapters of Luke were written in very rough Aramaic, probably dictated from Mary, his mother, to Luke. Wow. So she remembered all of this history? Yeah, even though it, it's a question whether she could read or write, but she remembered this history because this was part of their... Um, part of their storytelling from generation to generation, part of them keeping their family story alive was telling this story. And so Genesis wasn't something that everybody read, although there were several who could read. And one of the, one of the things that was really important to a lot of um, Jews throughout the ages was the ability to read, is the ability to read. But, one of the ways they had kept those stories alive um, throughout the ages was telling them, like, you are, you are the son of 
so-and-so, the son of so-and-so, the son of so-and-so. Like, this is where your family line came in. This is where, this is the story behind that. This is what happened to them. And so we see that repeated here. It's like, why are you, why are you important? Well, you are from the tribe of Judah. You are from the, the line of David, the king. You are from the the line of Levi, the priest. You are both a king and a priest. Um, so this was, this was kind of important, this particular genealogy, because as far as the human side is concerned, it showed Jesus's qualifications. Wow. I'm going to have to ask my mom and dad more about my, how much they know of my group too but you know what it's interesting because Paul mentions this because he knows his whole genealogy and he comes from the tribe of Benjamin and he he kind of brags about that and he says you know what it's not important essentially what he says is it's not important that any of that is true what is important and just like what was mentioned by John the Baptist what is important is that you be a son of Abraham. And what it meant to be a son of Abraham was that you had faith and you obeyed God like Abraham. Oh. So anybody who believes in God and obeys God is a son of Abraham? Uh Uh-huh. And those who don't aren't. Right. So... If you believe, if you really believe in Jesus, you really are a son of Abraham because Jesus was promised to Abraham long before he was promised to King David. Yeah, because he was supposed to bless the nations. Uh-huh. So Abraham, Abraham's promise promised Jesus just as much as David's did, and Jesus fulfilled both of those and will fulfill the full fulfillment will happen um, by, you know, by his second coming and in his second coming. So that's kind of amazing. That is amazing. Wow. There are so many promises that Jesus fulfilled. There are. And that's one of the compelling things about Jesus being the Messiah is there's so many things. For example, his genealogy. Babies don't pick who their parents are. So there's so many things about Jesus that, you know, most babies don't pick. Most babies don't pick where they're going to be born. I mean, if he'd have been born in a natural time, the natural way, you know, uh, and there weren't special circumstances, and God hadn't made it so that they asked for a tax, and Joseph didn't have to go back to the town of David. He wouldn't have been born in Bethlehem, which was one of those prophecies. There are so many of those prophecies that, I mean, Jesus fulfills all of the prophecies, but there's so many of them that they give us a very clear picture of Jesus being the Messiah, being who he said he was, and he is.
Wow. That's really cool how the Bible just kind of works together like that. It really is. Are we ready to pray? Yeah, I think so. Father God, thank you so much for Jesus coming to be a part of our world. And you gave him a very special spot in history. And there were so many promises made about his coming. And Lord, we just thank you that you fulfill your promises. And Jesus, you fulfilled every single one of those promises and showed us that you're the Messiah. And the promises that you haven't fulfilled, it's not because you didn't fulfill, it's because you haven't fulfilled them yet. That there were two different timelines here. And so we're looking forward to your second coming and fulfilling all of these promises and fulfilling all of these promises in us to make us a people special to you, your people, who dwell in your presence constantly, who have no evil, no... There's nothing bad in us, washed completely clean, shining in your presence. Lord, we cannot wait until that day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 See you later. Bye. Bye, Hattie. Bye, David. This is Trained by Grace, too, and I hope that... Uh, you have learned that God knows every single one of your relatives. He knows your genealogy. He knows where you came from. He knows the good. He knows the bad. He knows the ugly. He knows it all. And he loves you. And you are one of his excellencies. trained by grace too and if you're listening to this pod podcast i wanted to say thank you and there are various things you can do as a next step number one if you need to know more about jesus being your savior and lord please get a hold of me via email at trained by grace to all one word trained by grace trained t-r-a-i-n-e-d by grace to at gmail.com and put in the subject line podcast um, for all of these options. So if you need to know more about Jesus, please get a hold of me. Or someone you know who knows Christ. Um, if you would like to be part of this prod podcast proclaiming his excellencies, you can put subject line podcast. would like to be part of proclaiming God's excellencies. If you would like to have a resource, have a Bible sent to you, please put that in the email. If you have a prayer request, put that in the email. So thank you for getting in touch with me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And may you be blessed um, and know Jesus is your Savior and Lord. And remember, you are one of God's excellencies. <laughs>